The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. I should start going down to the beach and collecting cups of sand. And just sell it. <laughs> just to sell a it. One cup of sand. Get your cup of sand here. <laughs> Take it to Nova. What? Just a, you know, red solo cups full of sand, basing material, and then you have your own cup at the end of the day. That's true. Fill it with Skippy. <laughs> Drink away whatever you didn't use. And <laughs> I would. So, folks, welcome again to the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30K podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here with Austin and Steven, and we're just chilling out, getting uh, our hobby done for Nova. Yep, getting that sweet, sweet Nova prep. It's true. Although, I'm just waiting for this uh, paint to dry so that I can start painting other parts. Although Literally waiting for paint to dry. Yeah. But now that we, you just told me what your thoughts on the, uh, the Derrideo Laz Cannon, I'm kind of staring at these this auto cannon like well do i even want to bother painting it if i'm just going to put las cannons on it <laughs> um, i'm super happy with the arachnus las cannon for people who uh were not here earlier which you probably weren't or also in the house or because the we house. weren't <laughs> recording the conversation just um no i don't generally want austin's opinion on anything <laughs> uh no, i was just questioning my own sanity and why am i going to Paint these uh, Anvilus auto cannons. I'm just gonna buy Arachnus Las cannons to put on it. I mean, that's what it needs to have. Yeah. Is it one shot or two shots? It is two shots, I think. Right, because it's not twin linked. Correct. Yeah, it's two yeah, shots. It's just two shots with a chance to uh, score a third yeah. if you manage to roll a four up on a penetrating hit. But you're a Dorito, so you don't need twin linked. It's true. I mean, you can always benefit from twin linked. Only if you suck at rolling dice. And I do. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Steven needs all the help he can get. It's verified fact. It's been emphatically proven. <laughs> Austin is eating cheese balls at the podcast. You'll never catch me at it. <laughs> Damn it, Jesse. Here I am eating my cheese balls away from the mic. So our guy that does post-production doesn't go, God damn it, I can hear him chewing on the mic. And you're just going to call me out like that. Mm. You son of a bitch. Mm. 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 I'm it's a real professional I'm podcast. Yeah, I'm l- letting the listeners in on, you know. Look, they've like already behind they've the scenes stuff that should be behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> they've already had to listen to a. They've already had to listen to a whole episode of me like chowing down on spaghetti. Oh God! Talking about. Oh God! I remember Spanicus. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over the internet, you just hear um, um, um. <laughs> spaghetti is good, but yeah, it's just so Titanicus. <laughs> oh, Titanicus. Uh, oh man. I was eating it out of a coffee mug, too. That's, it was just a huge... <laughs> Peak class. Peak class, I tell you what. Yeah. It, it doesn't get any better. Top bachelor. <laughs> I was in West Virginia at the time. It was not a very high... Yeah, you can tell which of us doesn't live with a woman. <laughs> That's fair. Zoom in on Stephen on The Bachelor. <laughs> Stephen's in his bedroom just eating, a bo- eating spaghetti in a mug. 
while talking on his Warhammer podcast. I was and in there a, will be women competing for his affection, and there are. Uh, I Sadly, was, true. I was in a motel in West Virginia. First of all, so the the bar for acceptable things was not very high. <laughs> so, uh, what's been going on, guys? Staring at this fucking thirty dollar Arachnus heavy las cannon battery, just kachunk. Why is it thirty dollars? I could buy a nice meal for thirty dollars. Because you're gonna pay it, or and you're gonna eat fucking fast food but you're again. Not, you're not gonna remember that thirty. You're not gonna remember that thirty dollar meal two years down the road either. No, but I do remember every ninety dollar meal I've had. Yeah. So mm. you just needed to go bigger. Look, when you grow up poor, thirty dollar meal is a big deal. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but tell me the last thirty dollar meal you had. Burger batch. It was thirty bucks just for you. Not for me. That doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, it, that, I've eaten at Burger Batch since my birthday, and I spent thirty dollars there. Where was the on invite? Your, on yourself or with someone? On myself. Where was the invite? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to Burger Batch in Midlothian and Short Pump. I was having me time. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I see how it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good thing my I'm girlfriends loved. don't listen to this I'm cast, loved. or they'd be like, "You said you were." Uh, Painting. Yeah, because that's a much more acceptable reason to ditch on your girlfriend. Could be uh, painting at Burger Batch. Could be. I might have At the community table. That's actually not a bad... That's what we're going to do next. Hobby night at Burger Batch. I can be about it. Spill contrast paint all everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so chief among the things that are a bunch of hot, nasty bullshit, you can't (laughs) buy a Derrideo with with guns. It's just you buy the... No, you buy the body. It's like buying a Titan. You yeah. buy the body, and but you, you pick used the to arms. have uh, the little combos. Those combos did yeah. not save you any money. No, I mean not now because they don't exist. But the ones where you could buy like a dreadnought with weapons, like you'd be getting at least one of the weapons kits free. That was that a, doesn't sound that like that was GW a special. At all. That was a special uh, sale they had going on. It was in Forge World like a couple months and ago, and it's gone now, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> Well, you should have got it then. Yeah, Jesus. I didn't need it then. I didn't know I was going to be running uh, Laz Cannon solely on the word of my friend. Well, I'm sorry. You didn't, uh, you didn't, you know, you should have didn't ask me about this earlier. But yeah, yeah Arachnus Laz Cannon batteries. Uh, so good. Man. Huge fan of them. Three out of four times it blows up something sexy. Blows up Spartans, blows up Storm Eagles, Fire Raptors, one shots too. Like, it's just beautiful. Anyway, Stephen. Yo. You were on the uh, I Have Horus podcast yesterday, weren't you? I was. Well, How'd that go? Yesterday, Monday. I, I lost track of time. The days are blending together. It really is. It went well. Um, showing some major ignorance here. <laughs> I didn't realize they were Australian. <laughs> I've never that was lis- like the only thing I knew about them. I've I'm never listened to the I Have Horus. I don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> I mean that's a fair point. Like, uh, if to be fair, if I didn't absolutely hate the sound of my own voice over a recording, mm-hmm. I would listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. You learn to tolerate it. Well, yeah, I imagine if you're the editor, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. it. It almost feels to me like my voice over recording has like a metallic sound to it that I don't hear when I'm talking. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so when I hear it, I'm like, that just sounds wrong. That can't be what I sound like, <laughs> but it is, and I do. It'd be like that. It do. It do indeed. It do indeed. I guess so, I'll put transfers on this dreadnought instead. No, no, you, you, 
avoided most of my question I asked. How the uh, oh, it was go. good. Yeah. It was good. We were talking about the. Uh, I had to go, so I didn't really get to hear um, Ryan talking about the Nova Open Charity stuff. But uh-huh. I did uh, plug my charity jar. Yep. Uh, over at Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm, over at Battlegrounds in Midlothian, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars a guess. What That's are right. they guessing, Stephen? They're guessing how many bits are inside of a jar. Uh, if they guess, you know, the closest to the number of bits inside the jar without going over the number of bits inside the jar, then they win the jar along with all the bits inside. It is a gallon jar chock full of bits. Yep. To the brim. And not even just bits. Like, there's some completed models in there. Mm. Uh, there's an Angron. There's a Forge World Angron inside the main jar. Just hanging out in the jar? <laughs> yeah, you can see him from the from the wall. There's all right, a, so uh, you know there's at least six bits in there. Yep. I think that Angron is six pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Six, eight? I don't know. Who knows? There's a, the Angron is in there. There's a Metal Saint Celestine in there. Nice. There's a Metal yeah, Avatar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So yep. get guessing. Yep. But also, you're doing it to fight cancer. Fuck yep. cancer. Yeah, we'll post We'll post another link on that. In the show notes. Yep. Look in the show notes, All goes folks. to uh, Extra Life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those of you who can read, read the show notes. If you can't, that's Find okay. someone to read it to you. Or click yeah. click all the links. Just click every link. <laughs> Eventually, you will see a picture, and it will all be made clear. Actually, you won't. There's no pictures of the jar on the uh, second or on the extra life uh, page. Which, in retrospect, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, a little bit of a goof. If my phone had more battery life, I would fix it right now, but it Mm. doesn't. We'll remind you later. So, Austin, you are friends for yeah. (laughs) Austin, what are you uh, rummaging through there? It's like a whole bunch. So, this is my demon army that Uh I'm rummaging through. Uh huh. Uh, it started off as a King's Award Night Stalker army. For those of you that uh, are missing the old rank and flank fantasy, King's Award, it's awesome. Let's all say about it. <laughs> um, but I have quite a few of those armies, and when mm-hmm. the new Demon book came out, this this was the way to do it. Uh, Night Stalkers in uh, King's Award are essentially demons, but very okay. specifically not demons. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sort of there's, you know, the, the material universe and then their version of the warp. And in that film in between, all the Night Stalkers are. Mm. And they're just sort of like everybody's worst nightmare, quite <laughs> literally made flesh. Uh, so I did an army for that. And then the demon army came out. And I was like, you know what? I'm not playing as much Kings of War as I did. I still got two armies for it if I really want to get into it. And um, damn, these are good demons. So now I have uh, an undivided, non-denominational demon army. Um, kind of a dead flesh in water um, and a black sort of metallic for scales and chitin and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, there's some tiny Cthulhus in there. There's some <laughs> large Cthulhus in there that probably won't make it into the, the GW army because weirdly, pretty much everything in the army is GW bits. Uh-huh. Um, like my my beasts are lizard men and Tyranid and Gene Stealer and all sorts of random shit. Um, my my hordes are going to be little night goblins with the faces drilled out so it's just like an empty mask yeah, and yeah. some zombie hands. Kind of a miniature Dementor sort of look, I guess you could say. Very they cool. are pretty spooky looking. They are really nice. And then I got one of the big Soto... Dagon models for my archdemon, and it's just real creepy. Yeah. 
It has too many teeth and not enough mouths. Yes. <laughs> and also, for being an octopus, a disturbing number of hands. legitimate arms and yeah. hands. <laughs> yeah. It's... Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be taking that to Nova to play. Um, I think I'm doing an opening salvo and something else with it. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I'm going to be there. I'm going to have some demons. It'll be a good time. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that's. I'm trying to figure out how to base them. I'm kind of at a loss. So mm. that's what I'm doing. Just sort of trolling through, trying to think about it. Because it's, it's hard when you're doing an army... Because normally, either you want to base light, you got like Raven Guard or something, you mm -hmm. base them light, mm -hmm. or you've got Imperial Fists and something bright, and you base them dark. Yeah. But this army is sort of 50 50 of yeah. like albino white and not like almost like black. A dark gray and white. So you can't really just pick one and Goblin go. Goblin Green. Goblin, Goblin green, green, just old school. Yeah. Goblin Green base. I, <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. I mean, that's what my uh, Blood Bowl team's going to be. Goblin? Old school. Goblin Green. green. Yeah. Nice. Right. Unironically, too. Yeah. We'll kick it back to the glory days of 1996, <laughs> when everything is Goblin Green or fucking obnoxious red-yellow. <laughs> those were the Bush years. 96? No. Those you, were the Clinton years. Jesus. <laughs> Look, when everyone was banging their intern. <laughs> And the definition of is was up in the air. <laughs> we didn't know what is was. I still don't know what is is. <laughs> Anywho. If anyone could write in and tell me, that'd be great. Or Ooh. perhaps not. Yeah. That would probably be No, best. it's tell me personally. Write to me personally, not the cast. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> nobody wants to. Just DM Steven. Yep. Yeah. DM me at Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Just tell me what is. Mm -hmm. is what is is yep deep philosophical questions yep. here on the remembrances retreat yeah. not as deep as we'd like but certainly more philosophical than we'd like mm. 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 but yeah i'm real excited about non-denominational demons i haven't picked what they're going to be demons of though mm -hmm. like rules wise i know what they're going to be running but i've got a creepy dagon that's obviously some you know minor chaos god of a thing mm -hmm. having too many arms yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got. <laughs> he probably has the most arms natural. out of every god in the pantheon. The god of no, arms. No, no. He uh, he's matching Slanesh on arms. I think. How many arms does Slanesh have? Four, right? Keepers of secrets have four. Yeah, presumably Slanesh has at least four. He's not going to be outdone by his own greater demons. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It just seems odd that because Corn's just a big dude on a chair. He's probably just got the two arms. Which is strange, because you would think you'd be able to take way more skulls with more arms. Yeah. See, that's where they get you. It's not the number of weapons that you're wielding. It's how many it's how people you, you hit, like, per them. swing. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the many flaws in, uh, well, pretty much every war game ever, is that they're like, two hand weapons, extra attacks. That's never how it actually works out in real life. Mm. Nope. Yeah. It's all about the skills. Mm -hmm. yep. That's why people just take one weapon, or a weapon and a shield. Two weapons... Not as good. Yeah, but it's easy to interpret on the table. Like, those guys have a whole bunch of weapons. <laughs> They've probably got a lot of attacks. That they do. That they do. Those guys have shields. They're Smack probably you tougher. with my left. Smack you with my right. Yeah. yeah. Do a little bit of kicky-kicky. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe the Chaos God of unutterable horror. But there's a theory that Nurgle is actually the God of, like, terror instead of the God of plague. It's just that plague is 
the most terrifying thing to sentient creatures. Mm. I feel mm. like, well, he's definitely the god of because like, he's like fear and horror. Well, he's the god. Than... Yeah, he's referred to. He's a god of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of sources refer to him as a god of fear, but like, he's the chaos god of death. Just like regular old dying. Because mm-hmm. Corn's the god of murder, which is dying, but definitely like yeah. dying a very style. specific yeah. vector. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Nurgle's the god of just not being alive anymore. <laughs> Hooray. So definitely a terror god. But I feel like Zinch should have a whole bunch of wings, but Lords of Change only have two. Some Lords of Change have four. Well, I would like to see a four-winged Lord of Change, because that'd be cool. I direct you to um, Pawns I mean, of the Chaos. Model. The model, I mean. Oh, well, I, don't, I can't help you there. Yeah, it'd be cool if I... Like a kind of seraphim-looking thing, like six wings. Just mm-hmm. There's actually a... Um, in the Disciples of Zinch AOS book, there's a uh, a painting in there that looks like the Vitruvian Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, every mm-hmm. hand is holding like some sort of artifact, and he's got six wings. Looks very... That's pretty awesome. Yeah, looks very Abrahamic. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I do love it when they bring it back to like real life stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good times. Good times. I'm glad they don't bring it too much back to real life, though, because sometimes when they try, we get things like Betrayer the Betrayer and Lionel Johnson. Oops. Oh, Lionel Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Nevermore. Yep. Oh, oh, God. Uh. Yeah. Uh. How you like that cannon? Uh. <laughs> That used to my ex girlfriend used to refuse to have anything to do with the Raven Guard for that exact reason. And she you just, should have absolutely nothing to do with the Raven Guard. She hated that the fact that Korax did that almost more than she hated anything else on this earth. I really hope that we do get that line at like the end of the heresy or whenever he's supposed to run off. The scouring? After the scouring, scouring I yeah. think. And I want him I, I want it to be from like inside his head and him to just be like, I'm gonna do peak troll. just to have exactly know exactly what he's saying the worst part is is that enough time has passed between Edgar Allan Poe living and Korax flying off in his little spaceship is that everybody including Korax himself thinks he's being original no that's what I'm saying I want Korax to know he's he's just fucking (laughs) yanked that line (laughs) But nothing nobody else. S- nothing special about you, Corax. Yeah. <sighs> Trying to make gene fancy marines yep. and fucking it all. It's a bad up. time. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you're going to do it, make sure the Alpha Legion don't find out. Yep. Where's make sure there's no demons in your DNA sample, kids. That's your science tip for the week. The game was I mean, rigged from the start. For the, uh, worked out for the word bearers real well. Gal Vorbach. Did, did it? Insofar uh, really? as anything works out for the word bearers. <laughs> Yeah, Argel Tall would beg to differ, I feel. I don't want to badmouth Argel Tall, right? But Galvorback are hot, sick nastiness. It's good times. Sorry, Argel Tall. <laughs> you are the best. Rip. Yep. Actually, that's not true. Sortal Gron is the best word bearer. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> Indeed. 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 Hey, explodes to Necrons. Oops. We're not talking about that. Yeah. Nor should we. If you like the Word Bearers trilogy and you haven't read the short story of The Purge yet, you should go do it. 
It's good stuff. Yarulex there, if you like Yarulex for some reason. But so is Cole Badar, and it's all about Sortal Gran becoming Sortal Gran the Warmonger. It's good times. Interestingly enough, Marduk does not appear in that story. He appears in a different story, which was written before the Heresy series was written, but takes place during Kalth. Huh. Yeah, Marduk was on Kalth. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's interesting now that I'm like rereading all my super old stuff. Because I, I remember, you know, before the Heresy books and all of this, and you didn't know a whole hell of a lot about the Heresy, right? Mm-hmm. You knew kind of that two-paragraph overview from whatever big rule book you were in, and that was it. But the Black Library books have, like, a surprising amount of, like, yeah, flashback 10,000 years. Boop, shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like one of my favorite short stories is, I think it's a word-bearer? Chaos Marine? Maybe. We'll say word bearer for the point of the story. But he's best buds with an Imperial Fist captain. Hmm. Like pre heresy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Is this just a story about me and Jared? I mean, it <laughs> may well be. Uh, except it would have to be opposite because of the way the story goes down. Because in this, uh, the word bearer kills the Ultramarines captain uh, on the walls of Terra. And that, like. The Imperial Fist? Or or, I'm sorry, Imperial Fist, okay. not Ultramarines. Imperial Fist. Kills the Imperial Fist captain on the walls, and that, like, completes his pact with Chaos. Mm-hmm. And you flash forward, like, 10,000 years, and you find out that all this particular word bearer has been doing for 10,000 years is they recover the, cap- the Imperial Fist captain's gene seed, they stick it in a new recruit, that recruit inevitably becomes an Imperial Fist captain, at which point this word bearer is drawn by like the fates of chaos to this Imperial Fist captain and kills him. <laughs> and, you know, because making a Marine is tricky, he always looks exactly like, the, like his best friend from the heresy, and he just keeps killing him. And he gets up to, like, I, I forget the number, but it's like a... Kind of egregious the amount of times I mean, to kill 10, your best friend. years worth of, of, yeah, of, of, of Imperial killing. Fist captains. <laughs> and it, like, fast forwards to a spot, and he sees the guy, like, he kind of, like, he feels the urge. And at this point, you know, it's been 10,000 years, he's just not about it, right? Mm-hmm. He realizes he'd made a bad call. He doesn't want to kill his friend anymore. This horse shit. Oh, Harris, he was horse shit. Like, he just wants to be done. But he feels like the tug and goes to a place, and lo and behold, there's 30 Imperial Fists with a fucking Imperial Fist captain. <laughs> and he's like, shit. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just do this dance again. <laughs> and uh, he pretty much spends the entirety of the fight, because, you know, a horde of cultists and, like, this guy and, like, maybe five or ten other Chaos Marines. Uh, he spends most of the fight trying desperately uh, to either... Like, make it so that the Imperial Fist captain can escape, Mm -hmm. which, of course, being an Imperial Fist, he just doesn't, because it's not his deal. Uh, And then he spends the rest of the—he spends another good portion trying to get the Fist captain killed in a way that his gene seed is unrecoverable. Mm -hmm. It took him 10,000 years to think of that. 
<laughs> as he's flying off. Right. Oh shit! You know what I should have done? <laughs> look at his look at his list. All right, say some prayers. Go whip some cultists. God damn it! <laughs> so yeah, but like he, you know, they get swept together in the combat. There's a single combat. The Imperial Fist is like, you're a fucking traitor. And the guy's like, man, I've played this game like 280 times. <laughs> like, shit's going down, and so are you. Kills the guy immediately, like, you know, with the exact same thrust that he killed him on the walls of Terra. Immediately, like, a tide of cultists, like, big, like, ogre sort of things, like, sweep him out of the way. He's immediately just like, I want all the flamethrowers, like, over there. Just all the flamethrowers fucking cook that Imperial Fist corpse and like you know the one apothecary runs over and like gets the gene seed and the last this poor <laughs> bastard sees is this fucking apothecary flying away in a Thunderhawk and he just goes uh, well I guess I'll like dick around for two centuries and try again <laughs> but yeah uh, that has some good flashbacks to like Walls of Terra Siege of Terra sort of stuff it was fun I forget the name of the story though I, I would like to read that because that sounds like that sounds that's a really 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 cool sounding story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. My favorite flashback always comes from the uh, the Night Lords trilogy uh, when the Blood Angels board the Echo of Damnation and they blow the uh, with, they, the, with the scouts. Yeah, with the scouts, mm-hmm. and they bring a they bring a drop pod or a, a boarding torpedo, and it bores through, and there's a dreadnought inside. And out comes this blood angel's dreadnought, and uh, he says he he just murders some night lords. Like he kills a named character without even thinking about it. And Talos is screaming about how he needs support down here to kill this dreadnought. And uh, he hears this rumbling behind him, and Malcarion, also a dreadnought, comes rolling out. He's like, "I'll deal with this." And the blood angel's dreadnought recognizes him. And says, I will kill you. I'll make up for my failure on the walls. And Malkarion's just like, Haha, you're going to try, Ragiel. And rolls up there and they these two dreadnoughts from the heresy are just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> mm. And Talos remembers seeing their duel. And as he's watching it, he's, because his memory is eidetic, he's seeing them not as dreadnoughts, but as the two warriors in flesh mm-hmm. fighting. And he's just like, well, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of wish they weren't here, but this is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Night Lords trilogy has so many good lines in it. And I think every single one of the three books in it has at least one line where I read it and I'm just like, man, you know, I've read this five or six times by now. I thought I'd be over it, but I'm not. You Will Try is just, it's fantastic. Dreadnought yeah. Smack Talk. ADB writes a good writes a good Night Lord story. He does. No lie. He does. Long may he live. Mm-hmm. You know the rumors have been flying for a while now that there's another one coming. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I guess now that Dan Abnett's writing done writing the Ghost series, uh, <laughs> we can start paying attention to other good Black Library books again. That's what it is. Black Library demanded that Gaunt's Ghosts end so that the Siege of Terra series doesn't get its thunder stolen. And it would. And mm. it would. God, that was such a... <sighs> well, I did finish Solar War, finally. Yeah. And uh, Steven, you finished Solar War? I haven't even started Solar War, and you God know it. You it. know it for a fact. Why must you continue to be the worst? I mean, word no. bearer? 
There it is. Yep. There it is. Go read it. All right, I'm taking it with me when I'm done here. All right. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> I'm going to stand up here in a second and put it on top of my case so I don't forget it. <laughs> then you it can be It was fantastic. Yeah, right? It's super good. And if you... If all the rest of the books of the series are on par with that, it's probably one of the best damn series that Black Larry is going to put out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you haven't played and have had no interest in playing Battlefleet Gothic before then... First of all, you're wrong. You're going to want to. And Zone Mortalis. And Zone Mortalis. My God. GW is going to make a killing selling those Zone Mortalis boards after this. Tell Mm. you what. So much shipboard shenanigans, but we can't talk about it because we don't want to spoil it for Steven. We'll spoil it for you, our uh, loyal listeners, but uh, (laughs) we're not going to do Steven like that, mainly because we have to see him on Mm -hmm. a pretty regular basis. But yeah, uh, Solar War felt like uh, an Avengers movie of Warhammer, Horus Heresy. Like the gang's all here, at least most of them. The ones that matter. <laughs> yeah, well, what can I say? We had shit to do. <laughs> Someone was out stabbing the war master. Sorry I wasn't at the walls. Yeah, right? Name another Primarch that fought Horus and lived. Oh, wait. Hmm. Hmm. Suck it, Sanguinius. Yeah, I hate to give credit to, uh, to old Russ, but... uh. <laughs> Gotta give it. Gotta give him that one. Only Primark to fight Horus and and uh, <laughs> not necessarily win to survive. Actually, no, he did win. He did win that fight, didn't he? He I mean he didn't kill him, uh, but Horus came away worse than than Russ did. That's uh, a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Russ is like alive and kicking a couple of days later. Meanwhile, on the vengeful on the spirit. vengeful spirit. <laughs> uh, uh, we're just gonna let Lorgar run things for a while. What's the worst that could happen? Obviously, nobody was watching him run a legion to know that that was a bad idea. <laughs> Just, yeah, everyone suddenly real quickly forgot about Monarchia. No, it'll be fine. It'll but, be uh, fine, swear. Without spoilers. But, uh, no, this isn't a spoiler. Uh, you get great scenes of uh, Zardu Lalak. Zardu Lalak. Zardu Lalak. And Abaddon. Laic, thank you. And Abaddon. They're buddy up for this book. Mm, you neat. do. You do. And a great uh, White Scars vinaigrette. There's some White Scarring yep. in there. Yep. Um, I do enjoy Heresy Era Abaddon. And one of what was probably, I, I can't say it was my favorite part because there were so many awesome parts in there, mm. but from a pure like fluff perspective, uh, there's a point where you're in the head of, I think it's a Son of Horus space marine mm-hmm. that was created during the Heresy. And it talks about, like, how they made him and, like, how he compares everything to, like, you know, how he sees the world, how uh, the kind of old space marines see him, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty great. Because there are some moments in there when he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking goddamn 16-year-old and a space marine and things are going great. I'm awesome. This is great. I'm amazing. And then he'll run up against, like... A pre-heresy space marine and be like, "Oh Jesus, this guy's good at what he <laughs> Some does." Some one hundred and fifty-year-old veteran, <laughs> not even like a hundred, like not like Abaddon level, just like, like a guy that 
went through like the proper training to be a space marine, mm-hmm. and he's just like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm the B team. <laughs> yep, you and every marine after you. I calculated the risk, but damn, I'm bad at math. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, and it was kind of fascinating because you always cool. hear, you know, like trader marines in 40k being like, oh, they don't make marines like they used to, but they're also like stuffed full of chaos goodness so like yeah you're gonna be better than a regular space marine yeah well i mean even if you weren't stuffed full of chaos goodness you got ten thousand years i mean at least a couple of hundred you know if you're like one of those night lords that time dilation shenanigans yeah like uh, a chaos space marine on his worst day is still better than like a modern space marine at the top of his game. Yeah, like, you gotta find, like, a first company veteran before you're hitting, like... Heresy-era her- skills. Heresy-era space marine skills. Yep. And it was interesting, just from, like, yeah, his reactions aren't as good. His, like, every- everything's a little off-kilter. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder, like, all right, so they rushed the training program for these guys. Presumably, like, it doesn't explicitly say it, but presumably everybody's rushing the training, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Son of Horus, Imperial Fist... Everybody's just pumping Marines out as quick as they can. And, uh, like, does that stay? Like, is that something, you know? Because, like, okay, if this kid lives... Is the fast-track program just the standard Is it worth it? Yeah, like, if if this kid lives and grows up, it kind of reminds me of, like, my college experience. Like, (laughs) and, and, like, that's a weird thing to say, but everything that I experienced as a cadet is just the way the world is. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I became a senior, like, damned if anything was going to change from when I was a freshman. Mm -hmm. Things had changed, but, like, very, For the better or the worse, in your wise opinion. Oh, Lord. We're not going to go there. Um, Jesus. (laughs) But (laughs) also wept. (laughs) But, like, things had changed. And then my... the, The freshman when I was a senior, you know... That's the way the world is, and that's the way the world has always been and always will be. And you just kind of get in that mindset, even though there's still change, whoever comes last, this is the way it is. So, like, these, like, kid space marines show up. They do all their stuff. All the, like, all the grown-ups are getting killed off. Like, fucking, yeah. you can count on one hand the number of, like, first-gen space marines that make it out of the heresy. Most of them are chapter masters. Right? And, like... Even though a chapter master sets a lot of doctrine, sergeants are really like running the show because that's the way the world works. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of got me thinking, like, man, I wonder if like all these training programs and shit, if they really aren't as good as they it probably used to be. Uh, it probably like varies from uh, from chapter to chapter. Mm-hmm. Like the a lot of the primogenitor chapters probably stick to heresy era training as much as they can while supplementing with what's practical but you take uh like i bet Altec more and his red talons he probably looks at him and is like can he kill a traitor marine all right he's good like i don't care about anything else kill me some emperor's children yeah it was interesting because i've always been under the of the opinion that a modern day you know a modern day 40k marine is better at his job than a Horus Heresy era space marine. Because if you look at these guys, at the outbreak of the heresy, the, the like, veterancy of, you know, a legion commander is 250 years. Tops, right? At the outbreak of the heresy? Yeah. 250 years, if that. 200. Oh, yeah, because they were, they were around 
at least at yeah. least 180. Yeah. Because the crusade lasts for 200 years. The unification but wars were going ultra on for Marines, like 50 after that. Marine can't be considered that. a veteran until he's hit 200. Like, that's kind of the average. And, you know, like Logan Grimnar, the Great Wolf, he's like 800, something crazy like that. Like, Dante's over 1,000. I mean, he's getting up there. Dante's 1,100 now as of 8th edition. <laughs> but, like, even the veterans... Have four or five, you know, if you got 400 years under your belt as a veteran, which I feel isn't totally unreasonable, you're a veteran sergeant, 400 years, you've got twice the experience of any given Space Marine in the Horus Heresy. It's true. I always think to wonder, ponder. But then you think about, like, how much of that gap, how much of those years, like, how much of it is just a gap of, like, traveling to some other system or whatnot? Mm-hmm. Patrols, like yeah. putting down particularly tenacious rebels. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. fighting orcs. Although just on, fighting orcs alone. On the <laughs> other, on the other foot, how many years did uh, Heresy era Marines spend? You know, you show up at a planet. Oh, it's a peaceful compliance. Nice, sweet. Show up at another planet. Oh, there's nobody here. Okay, yeah, nobody here. Peaceful compliance. You know, like yeah, yeah they kind of get funneled all the fighting. But especially early heresy, when it was just the legions, they're going out there. It might be five or ten years between a fight if mm-hmm. you get unlucky. Just drills and drills and drills. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the Dark Angels clearly have time enough to practice rifle drills. Yeah, I'll point out here that Space Wolves don't do that shit and openly mock everyone who does. <laughs> yeah, but they're also dirty barbarians, so... Eh. Who win wars... You didn't say a goddamn thing against them in 2018. That's all I got to say. Mm. <laughs> Although, I guess it kind of matters if you take a look at who they're fighting. Because, like, Crusade-era Marines fought probably their fair share of just extermination campaigns. But then they also mm-hmm. fought things like Slot, Megarachnids, uh, the Lair. Hmm. Although, on the other hand... Uh, late heresy era marines who were inducted into the f- straight into the heresy only ever fought other marines. Yeah, like you might get and a, veteran marines at that. You might get mm-hmm. an orc every now and again, but yeah, it's normally a bad time. Yeah, there's a there's a word bearer in book five, whichever the uh, the Kalth book five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a breacher marine, and he's he's got his little like uh, splash art and everything. And it was talking about how he's one of a, of, of a new generation of Marines that only has ever experienced fighting other Marines. <laughs> Which is wild that the word bearers were like pumping out Marines faster than everybody else before everybody else mm-hmm. just for Kalth. Mm. Yeah. And I will say on, on the side of uh, heresy era Marines being more badass than their 40K progeny, uh, 40k marines not that they don't fight xeno species that we've never really heard of you know fight froil sometimes or whatever they fight whoever gets a codex but <laughs> but presumably apart from like the stone age tribe that like you send a marine pick him up five years later hose him down and <laughs> you know you've exterminated a species everybody they, like they fought everybody before you know, mm. like they know that that thing over there, that's an orc. That thing over there, that's a tau. I know what its guns are. I know like the tactics it employs and how to beat them. These heresy era guys, 
they're rolling up on like Mega Arachnid. <laughs> is that a fucking spider with a gun? <laughs> yeah, like they gotta figure it all out on the their fuck own. Fuck is this shit? Yeah. Like those guys with those like glass tripod super heavies. Like the fuck are those guys doing? Yeah. Like well, you read some of the when you read some of the uh, the Legion Kim- the Legion histories in the black books. At mm-hmm. least every single Legion has a notable engagement against some crazy Xeno species. Yeah, I mean, and it's just the like the learning not... curve, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, ten thousand or uh, th- ten thousand Marines died on the wire for what? Knowledge. <laughs> Let's not forget the Rangdon Xenocides. Uh, the Rangdon Xenocides. <laughs> I both want to know everything and really hope that that stays a creepy mystery. Yep. Tight, whole Titan legions went down to those. Just nope. Sorry, Legio Vulturax. I guess you're a and tertiary the, level legion now. And if the regimental standard is to be believed, maybe Space Marine two legions? legions? <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. At least one anybody. And a half. At least one and a half. If anybody from GW could tell me uh, the canonical uh, rating of the regimental standard, that <laughs> would be great. The regimental standard does not lie. It is, of course, it truth. only is the imperial truth. Which, if man, you know whoever's yeah. taking over for Alan Bly is going to get that curtain pulled back moment. He's going to be like, "That's what happened to the Lost Legions." Mm. Oh, that's that's why I wanted that job. Blessed is that man <laughs> or a woman mm-hmm. or dog, as long as they're good at it. I don't care. Yep. Mm. I don't care. Yep. Gender Could be that that fucking hand in a uh, ball of mist that keeps telling the <laughs> Alpha Legion what to do. Like I don't care, man. You write good fluff. Wonder where you, wonder where they keep all that lore. It's got a hard drive, probably. its basement, a, a Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Here's I the share you. link. Please don't distribute this. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I bet you that is not in any digital form. I bet you it's in a hard copy somewhere in the vaults of Games Workshop, carried around by one hunchbacked scribe. Just has it on his yeah. back. So speaking of hunchback Alan scribes, Bly walks behind him, like reading out of it. Apparently, GW didn't have anybody to like catalog all their shit until like a year or two ago. So like you know they you get say, all the all the like all the art that's ever been done by GW okay, and all yeah, the yeah. like fluff and you know hey here's this paragraph of really cool fluff that we were gonna put in a codex and like we had to edit it out for space constraints. It's just been stuffed in files somewhere. everywhere. Yeah, they literally have like the nerd library of congress that nobody's gone into <laughs> so except for now this like Terra. one guy and two assistants oh wow that Lord. are slowly like combing their way through everything wow so, so when like that's a job to so have. that guy mm. so that guy's son is going to pick it up and then that guy's son mm-hmm. so on mm-hmm. and so forth and eventually it will come down to that dude in the soul drinker's book that's like just burning whole sections of a library just to make absolutely sure that one chapter vanishes from the records. Yeah. Man, that's two Soul Drinker references in one day. <laughs> what was the other Soul Drinker reference? It was uh, earlier in the chat. Jason mentioned that uh, the Soul Drinkers had a librarian chapter master. Oh, they did. Yeah, those or at books, least a psyker chapter master. Those books took a steep dive. But in the beginning, there was some crazy stuff. Like, it was just straight up, like, some library on Terra that had, you know... Records of everybody, <laughs> and this squad comes down with like a sniper rifle, killing scribes that see them, and a flame, th- a couple of hand flamers, and they're like, S S O S O U L 
drinkers burn the shelf (laughs) (laughs) and they just burn the whole shelf and like planetary records gone like they pretty much just excised whole systems from the imperial records man (laughs) speaking of which again talking about planet kill and the books therein uh, i wish i could remember the name of the story now but it's all about what happens when a planet has finally been like exploited to the point where there's no more resources to take. Oh, where it's been de- fully depleted. Yeah. It yeah. gets uh it gets peacefully let go from the Imperium. Pack up everybody worth packing up yep. and they take everybody who knows how to do anything worth Hope you can feed yourselves. At one point there's a guy a an Imperial Navy uh sailor comes down onto the planet to sign for a package. And he finds the the guy in charge of the whole uh, leaving process, <laughs> and he finds his package, and it's a hole in the ground filled with hundreds of people. And the huh. guy the guy just hands him a data slate, and he's like, "Sign this." He says, but "This is the captain's thing to sign." He goes, "Nope, you're here. You're now sign it." So he signs it, and by doing so, he automatically uh, nullifies this hole full of people's. Uh, debt to the administratum and transfers it to the navy. <laughs> Oops. So, <laughs> like, the, there's like the a whole paragraph about Amazon. how all these people. Yeah, the administratum's just like, nope, we don't want these people anymore. The navy's like, we'll take them. So these these were volunteers, no less. <laughs> yeah. Who were essentially uh, manufactorum slaves, and now they're deck slaves. But they volunteered for it. Welcome to three deaths a day. Yep, I think it. Well, uh, I think it was called like currency of flesh or something, but it was a reference to those people mm-hmm. as the currency of flesh that a ship spends to spit to stay operational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was like, man, Imperial Navy is about as grimdark as you can get. Mm, like I don't know the underhive. The, the underhive the is underhive, pretty bad. But like the underhive is atrocious. But I feel like there are comparable sci-fi settings, yeah, where it's just like yeah, yeah like big you're in a dystopian city, city kind of thing. Shit's awful, and there's giant mutant rats, and that's and really worse. the dominant life form. <laughs> yeah, but the Imperial Navy is just like yeah. So up on the deck, on the bridge, on the important part of the bridge, <laughs> uh, there are some guys in gold braid. That have a lot of wine, and uh, well, the admiral there has a personal harem in the back, and then we've got these gentlemen who went to school for this, and that's cool, and we've got the hardwired ex-convicts that are now servitors. Uh, but if you look down below, you'll find uh, that man there who was slightly late on his taxes, <laughs> and that man there who somebody said told a dirty joke in which the emperor was the punchline. They're all pulling chains, and we fully expect at least one, three of these people to die every day. P.S. There are guys shoveling radioactive coal into the engines. Ogrins aren't guys. They're not people. Not all of the people shoving radioactive coal are Ogren. <laughs> hmm. Well, they should be. Yeah, if the Imperium could afford that many Algren. <laughs> there are only so many high-gravity worlds, bro. <laughs> I, uh, Whenever somebody asks me about how do you describe like the setting of Battlefleet Gothic, because inevitably, you know, when I'm talking to, to friends and stuff, I'll show them pictures of what I've been working on. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, well, what is that? I'm like, well, that's a, 
that's a battleship. And like in any given battleship in the Imperial Navy, it's going to be like mm, several hundred to possibly a thousand years old. Like it's going to be the size of a small city. If it's no, new. Yeah. A large city. It's going to be about 20 miles across. Uh, it pro- it's, it's arguably sentient and arguably hates you. And those are the loyal ones. Ah. <laughs> like those are the good guys. What do you mean 50 souls a day got to die just so we can see where we're going? I mean, yeah, that's what happens. Best part is that number seems really low now. Yeah, 50 souls a day. Wow, what ship are you on? <laughs> what a bargain. <laughs> what is that, a Dauntless? <laughs> Check out that soul economy on that bad boy right there. <laughs> yep, this one gets 50 souls to the warp jump. <laughs> I want to listen to a good Filk album. Uh, Avalon is Risen. Uh, Leslie Fish's latest album is out. It's been out for a while. I was, yeah, about, I was about to say, yeah. that is definitely a new release. Definitely years and years and years and years has okay. been out. It might be literally before your time. I, I don't think it's that old. I mean, she put out two versions. The retro Filk version of it is relatively newer, but I don't know by how much. But anyway, there's two versions of it. You can find it on The retro one music. is newer. Hmm. Yeah. The retro one is newer. It's supposed to be like... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Released in 2012, so... Ha! There, there you go. Suck it. Oh, I was know. graduated Holy two years by then. <laughs> Seven years ago. <laughs> yep. Wait, are you looking at the retro filk mix or the original? Um, I don't. I'm just looking at uh, Avalon is Risen. Does it say retro filk mix on the cover? Because no. that's the new one. Okay, then it's probably the original. Yeah. But anyway, give it a listen. Is that available for, for uh, is that available for download or? Yeah, you can download it on um, Google Play. The retro, really? okay. The retro filk music, uh, the retro filk mix is on Spotify. The retro filk mix and the original album are both on Google Play. We all have a problem, and we are not ashamed. That's right. I like how you're holding up a fist while saying that. No, I'm just stretching. Oh. <laughs> This is me stretching. <laughs> it's a really awkward stretch there, bud. It I, is. I, I, I won't argue there, <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> Doing it anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you working on, Jesse, now that we've been talking about us for two and a half hours? Um, been slowly working on some Iron Warriors for the doubles, and... Um, Ah, nothing. <laughs> to, to double <laughs> nothing. With, to double with uh, Caro's Demons? Yeah, uh, she's going to be playing Emperor's Children, I think. Oh, Emperor's Children. Ooh, so we're going to have so. like an Angel Exterminatus type of uh, oh, nice. theme list. Good. Nice. Are you, uh, you going to get so stabbed she, in the back? I was about to say, stab you in the back. We'll see. We'll see. She will ascend to Demon Princessdom? Well, she will be uh, planning on finishing her Demon Fulgrim. So. All yeah, you're going to get sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. All it needs is one component, and <laughs> guess what? It's your soul. Yep. <laughs> But I'm running the, I think it's called the Hammer of Olympia list. It's just your, your basic... Extra uh, heavy support slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which funny back enough, to those good old funny enough I'm not really using extra heavy support slots. It's just I really like the idea of being able to charge after firing my rapid weapons. It's so good. It's Who cares so if it's good. disordered? Yeah. Like, and I've got can like... Can you do it after doing Fury? It's disordered? No, you cannot. It specifically yeah. calls that you can't do it during Fury, but... No. Not disordered for Space Wolves. I got two big uh, 20-man blobs of tacticals. Got my uh, Derrideo as well with the last cannon oh. Arachnus, and um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. I did get a siege breaker and uh, three quad mortars. 
Because I was like, yeah, I make it seem a little CG. But the new quad mortar rules are actually pretty fun. So It's a heavy sigh for every blast weapon that I see. Well, M- militia don't do blast Most weapons. of the time, I'll probably be shooting shatter what shells do you mean anyway. militia don't do blast weapons? We don't get <laughs> done by blast weapons. <laughs> don't you be putting that evil on me. I thought you were going to say, I thought you meant like militia don't use blast weapons. Yeah, and I was like, look, that, all I, I look over at all the basilisks all, and deuces over here. All my yeah. army puts out is three small blasts and one large. That's still four blasts. <laughs> Well, to be honest, like I said before, I'll probably be just shooting shatter shells most of the time anyway, because strength eight is fun. And three is. Rust. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, as that slowly works on what Iron Warriors are, you know, fairly... Uh, are you going to be Iron Warrior-ing for all of Nova? No, no, no. I'll be having my Dark Angels for most of it. It was just for the doubles. Just for the doubles. Yeah. Yep, you've, yeah. Bought, you've brought Dark Angels to every... Uh, Nova event. Yeah, I? yeah. I change up the lists, but I keep the Legion. But this year I might uh, fall back on Iron Wing, but maybe a few different odds and ends here and there. I mean, there's a there's a lot of new tanks, a lot of new tank rules. Mm-hmm. Out, yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I'm still a little sad that I'm missing doubles this year. You think mm-hmm. Dark Angels Iron Wing can uh, make Malkadors good? Oh, absolutely. Or rather, better, I guess. It's not like they're well, terrible. Can you squadron Malkadors now? I don't know. I think so. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Worth if you can, into. yes. Absolutely. Because get that extra ballistic skill. Plus one. Mm-hmm. Get to re-roll your first failed uh, dangerous train check. I really wish that the Malkador Defender... Was a uh, was a tank that was still in the heresy line. Mm. Uh, repl- just infinite heavy bolts. Yeah, imagine <laughs> if you just took a Malkador de- squadron, two Malkador defenders with dark angels, gave them all the molecular acid. Uh, you can't do that though. Uh, you can't put them on the tanks. Boo. Legionus Astartes and Walkers. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. But I mean, still. just having a tank full of heavy bolters is fun. I yeah. like it. Like. <laughs> It's fun. It's a little terrifying, mm. at least for my poor mortals. And probably my demons as well. It's a lot of strength five. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's peak demon killing. Yeah. Strength five. But for me, like with my dark angels, it's always so difficult because you only have but so many heavy support slots. Mm-hmm. And I love my heavy support. <laughs> heavy support is fun. It wins wars or mm-hmm. at least battles. Troops win wars. Mm-hmm. Big guns never tire. Yep. Yep. It's actually one of my favorite things that Games Workshop has said recently. Big guns win big battles, but troops win long wars. <laughs> it's like, ah, see what you did there for a Chaos Space Marine yeah. article. <laughs> yeah, look at him go. Yep. Fucking cultists. <laughs> I mean, there was a time when cultists were a better troop choice than Chaos Space Marines. And, and it yep. wasn't that far away. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. <laughs> Speaking of, I can't wait for them to drop more cultists. They seem to be like on the verge of doing a traitor guard or something with all this Blackstone stuff coming out mm-hmm. and everything else. Mm-hmm. Just do it already, Games Workshop. <laughs> they I'm got prepared. Gene Steeler Colts. What else do you want? I mean, yeah, it is, <laughs> it is it's a kind coming. of a glory day for uh, guard players. For do evil mortals. Regiment. I mean, just mortals in general. Like I've seen those Gene Steeler Colts be some pretty cool, like loyalist-esque guys. They've been the, they're, 
I think I've probably seen more conversions from Gene Stealer Cult Infantry than anything else in recent mm-hmm. memory. Mm-hmm. They good. Those new enforcers. Best believe I'm going to have a ship like security All team right. out of got them. Some, uh, got some Derrideo Laz cannons from Jason. All right. It begins. So what does this bring you up to now for Dreadnoughts? Um, well, let's see. More or less than 20? Uh, less than tw- well, less than 20 for Iron Warriors. Um, I don't have 20 in any single army, but I have between various armies and various types, probably about 20. <laughs> yep. Now I'm just waiting to play 8th edition Unbound and just run them all as Hell Brutes and uh, Chaos chunka, Contenders. Chunka, 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 chunka. Hellforge Derrideos, Hellforge Leviathans. Mm-hmm. In actual 8th or in Apocalypse? In actual 8th. <laughs> yep. I had That's what I was doing for a while when I was playing 8th, was uh, take word bearers, your Chaos Lord gets uh, three extra inches to his, like, everybody rerolls aura. So yeah. you had a nine-inch uh, bubble of reroll your failures to hit, run all of my dreadnoughts in one blob as they just walked up the table, <laughs> butcher cannons just rerolling every mess. It was great. Lord. Mm. And butcher cannons are mean. Mm. It's good times. Good times. So uh, wrap this week up. Uh, Steven, you got any plugs? I'm uh, just going to plug... Um, the charity jar again. Again, check the uh, the show notes for the link. Uh, donate to fight cancer because cancer's a dick, and little kids don't deserve cancer. Mm. Unless they play word bears. <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> wow, <laughs> Austin, you got anything to plug? All right, I withdraw the previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want some kid that Stephen's led astray to pay the price for his <laughs> misguided beliefs. Jesus. Look, if anybody is playing word bearers because they saw me do it, I'm sorry. That's punishment enough. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but no, I, I got nothing to plug. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at RR30K Podcast. Be sure to, uh, if you are so inclined, as to uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash RR30K Podcast. Gardner of the Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Alex Self, and Chris Mack, thank you so much for being top-tier patrons. We definitely appreciate your support. And uh, with that, we'll call, wrap this up, call it a week, and keep those dice rolling. Bye, everybody. See you later.